Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of the EJ's Insightful Sparks. I am so, so happy that you've joined me today. And I am really, really excited about this Insightful Sparks because there's three really, really powerful ones um, that I took away from the recent episode that I did with Darren. Um, If you haven't actually listened to that yet, please go check that out because it definitely changed my perspective on a few things, um, which I'll touch on today. And he is just an incredible person that is just killing the game. um, And he really is someone that I kind of want to be like or, or sort of I look up to in, um, in this sort of positive psychology in this kind of self-development world. Um, so if you haven't listened, go check that out now. But for today's episode, the three key takeaways that I have are number one, around morning routine, number two, around intuition, and number three, around belief. So my first key takeaway. Setting up the day makes a huge difference. Now, for those that know me, know that I am a morning person. I've always been a morning person. I thrive on getting up early and um, and actually getting stuff done early in the morning. I find that when I come to the afternoon, I start to lose concentration and I find that I, I get really tired at night as well. And I think me being a morning person has probably stemmed from actually being um, being a swimmer because that's when we get up and train. Now, it's interesting. I was speaking to my counsellor a while back and she actually said that, um, you know, there's no such thing as morning people and night people or morning people and night hours. Um, it, it has to do with our body clock and how far out of whack that is to the circadian rhythms of the day. So the circadian rhythms now, I don't know a huge amount of research behind this. Uh, I am reading more and more into it and really sort of diving deeper into it. But the um, the circadian rhythms are basically the the natural rhythms of the day, the, the ups and downs, and our body is affected by those circadian rhythms. Think of it as like, you know, the, the, Um, sun rises and the sun sets you know that's the natural rhythms of the day so um, you know our body clock can actually get pretty out of whack from those circadian rhythms and the further it comes out of whack you know the um the further we kind of become this night hour or or whatever but essentially you know um, we are, we all can be morning people and we all can train ourselves to wake up earlier, okay? But that first needs to happen by going to bed earlier. Now, I just finished the book, The 5am Club, and I highly, highly recommend it. It's not just about getting up early. It's actually about, you know, improving your life and, you know, achieving, you know, your best potential basically living up to who you are so definitely grab that and and give it a read it was a really really good book it's um it's well written by robin sharma but you know he talks about getting up early and own your morning elevate your life now that just has you know been ingrained in me like i find that i need to get up early and i get up early and i get shit done you know, throughout the uh, early, early on throughout the day. 
and then I can sort of do the less taxing stuff later on. And, and it is, it does work, okay? So you need to get to bed early um, and then get up early. And plus, I'll, I love just getting up early, like, you know, even six o'clock, seven o'clock is, is early and just being there in solitude and, and stillness and not having anyone around and just, you know, myself and, and having my thoughts there. Um, and sort of, you know, collecting them. So it's it's really powerful stuff. I could bang on for a while about this, but I'm not going to. I might have to do a separate episode about um, the 5am club, but we'll leave it there. So that was, you know, my, my first key takeaway is to, you know, get up early, get your day started right because the way you start your day is how your day plays out, okay? So get up early, start your day right, and also get in and make that bed um, because there's so much research. This is a, an added one that I wanted to tie in, but there's so much, so much, um, not so much research, but like people saying that by making your bed first thing in the morning, you are accomplishing something so simple but so powerful because um, you've done a job and then, you know, you can go on, you can day stack basically so once you do one job you start stacking other jobs and ticking them off the list and then or if things go haywire and, and not your way throughout the day you at least come back to a neatly made bed and you can um can feel sort of you know comfortable and feel like you've accomplished something so you come back to the end of the day feeling like wow i, I got up and I, I made my bed this morning so that was a little divert there but hope you sort of enjoyed that little take on getting up early. Now, my second key takeaway is around intuition. So have a listen to what Darren says here. But if you want to be happy and truly fulfilled, then you have to follow your nature. What, what, that, what that inner calling is, your natural strengths, your abilities. And often from pain, like something will happen in your life that triggers a lot of pain. And for me, it was rejection. Yeah. That will often trigger what your purpose is. Like, I feel like I don't want anyone to go through that pain that I went through and a feeling like I had to be something or someone else than other, other than me mm. and not accepting myself. So now that pain becomes my purpose. This is such an interesting concept and one that I've really only started reading and listening um, to podcasts that talk about this and um, and sort of, you know, testing out myself and trying to listen to my own intuition, um, something that I'm still not great at, um, something I'm still, you know, constantly learning about. But, you know, it's, it's a very interesting concept because earlier Darren sort of spoke about, you know, that we are conditioned in society to live up to this expectation. I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I've had like Blake on, I've had Sarah on, multiple guests, Tom, that have talked about this. But we are conditioned in society to act a certain way, be a certain person, live up to a certain expectation. And, you know, we are so financially driven in society that that kind of all that conditioning drowns out the the inner self the true self and you know i used to think that 
and I still do, like my mind goes a hundred miles an hour. And I used to think, you know, I wish I had this little USB that I could plug into my mind and it would get all the all my thoughts and concepts out and I could then plug it into my laptop and, and search through it. But it doesn't work like that. And what that was, was my, my mind was being so busy, so agitated. And that was just from all this conditioning, all this external pressures coming on to me you know people saying or friends having the the brand new you know iphone or you know this epic new bike or you know this really really nice tarp um for out the outdoor adders out there or you know um people saying they they just earned 10 grand over summer um or wearing different clothes or um, achieving this in life you know all these external pressures and that was really affecting me and I'm like this isolation period has really taught me like some of my bad habits or some of the things I used to do and I've had a lot of self-reflection time um, through this ISO period and and thought about it a lot and I did and I still do compare myself to others and I'm learning to take a step back and to you know listen to what actually makes me happy not what makes other people happy and that for me has come through stillness surprisingly like who would have thought being still would actually help this um but through meditation that has really really helped cement a lot of things and journaling as well has really helped me realize that I don't need to please other people. Um, it's about, you know, my own happiness. And once you know, I'm happy and I look after my own happiness and I'm responsible for my own happiness, then naturally um, we start serving and, and helping others. Um, it's a, a bit of a different concept there. But, you know, as Darren said there, we... And I still haven't fully um, grasped it. But, you know, our intuition uh, or we we start realizing what our intuition is through pain and suffering and realizing that we don't want other people to go through that. And then that becomes our calling and our purpose. And I still haven't fully put um, pen to paper on this, but these are just some thoughts that are coming to my mind now you know when I was um so prior to me getting sick in 2016 I was so driven to being in the air force and you know I had a huge huge family tree of people that have been in the defense force and that's probably just you know naturally been passed on to me that natural interest of wanting to be in the armed forces and that was just my dream and that's what I was going to um, be when I left school and I was doing everything I possibly can to do that but 2016 got sick got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma type of cancer and that threw out my plans completely because the Air Force need healthy or the the military need healthy individuals and although I am healthy now and I am you know fully recovered and and cured and um, I'm you know, three, what, three years post remission or three years in remission, um, that 
I still can't get in. And, and so that's changed my, my course, my path to now being an educator. And I've joined a lot of my interests together of being, of like being physically fit, of the outdoors, of actually teaching people because I've always loved interacting and teaching people, join them all together to you know, study outdoor education and PE. So I, I see that in, in a sort of a way as my intuition, you know, it's um, an event that's happened and said, you know, nah, you need to go somewhere else, you need to go this way. Um, but that's just me reflecting <laughs> in this little takeaway. But, you know, start, um, start journaling, start writing down some thoughts, start questioning your behaviors, start meditation, just basic mindfulness meditation is all it needs because once you start, um, you won't stop digging down that rabbit hole, okay? So that's my, my second key takeaway is around intuition. Now, my third one was around Darren's concept of, um, of belief and I'll let you listen to him right now. All of us have two essential fears. The fear of not being enough and the fear of not having enough not enough i'm not good looking enough i'm not smart enough i'm not buff enough i'm not funny enough the list goes on physically yeah. personality intellectually we all feel like we're not enough and then this scarcity model of you know there's not enough money there's not enough, i don't have enough of the things in life you know houses cars money all those sort of things we always so it's it's scarcity this is probably my most powerful takeaway out of the three that I've got today and probably out of all the um, the episodes I've done, this one can be a game changer. So Darren, as you heard, talked about, you know, this scarcity mind frame or, or mindset of, you know, not having enough and not being enough, not believing in ourselves and sort of comparing ourselves to others. And that can be so, so detrimental. And I've talked about comparing ourselves um, on the podcast before and something that I'm really, really learning to um, sort of cut back on it and try and just focus on myself because uh, it can be quite hard when we live in a, a world of, you know, the digital age where social media is, is just putting out all these sort of, you know, things that we should be trying to do or should be getting or looking like. It's, it's quite tough, but... One thing that has really helped me and, and Darren spoke about it and I can contest to this is the power of gratitude and affirmations. Now, gratitude, I've been doing that for oh, since last year. I can't remember when I started. I'd have to look back in my, my diary, but I started writing it down in my diary. Um, but this year, I've been doing it very consistent every single day. Um, I started with writing down three things I'm grateful for. And um, I really sort of thought about it and really tried to feel it and sort of thought, you know, if I didn't have those three things, how would I be? How would I feel? And those three things weren't materialistic things. They weren't like, you know, uh, my car or my, um, uh, like my phone or this brand new whatever. They were things that I really, really valued, like my parents like the environment, the world we live in, the, our surrounding, uh, my life, my life experiences, um, my friends, 
the people that are in my life, my mentors, that sort of thing, um, the opportunity to go to university, all these things. And I think they are so, so important. And I think gratitude is so important. Um, and I've, you know, a few people have said it on my podcast early on, but, you know, in this period of time when we are having to cut back and live a bit more simpler life, we're not so busy, um, we're not busy being busy kind of thing. Um, we, and some of the things that we usually enjoy have been taken away from us. It's given us time to really think about what we're grateful for. And, and once we start thinking of the things that we're grateful for, we actually change our mindset or change that thinking. And the I can't explain it, like I can't articulate it as well as Dr. Joe Dispenza, but you have to go check him out because he talks about this stuff all the time. But essentially, it sends messages to our heart, which then puts us in a state of being. And this is similar to what Tom, one of my guests, um, was talking about. And we're actually just being there, enjoying those simple things that we're grateful for um and this is how i got into journaling in the first place was writing down the um, three things i'm grateful for and now you know i'll get in and i'll write a whole page of something i'm grateful for and i'm you know flicking through my journal now just looking at some of the things and some, some of them i've written like two pages and it's just one thing that i'm grateful for but i've gone into depth and explained it and that allows me to really feel it and um and it's really powerful so i just wanted to add in this little clip here of what darren says so give it a listen because gratitude is essentially um having more than enough yeah exactly more than enough equals abundance that's the opposite of scarcity now the other thing that i've only just started probably in the last month or two is affirmations because I've been a person and it's uh, I've only been able to realize it through getting help from my counselor is I'm one that will just give so much to everyone and not sort of think about myself and often I'm not happy or I'm not in the right place or mind, mind frame. Um, and I try and please other people because I feel like if I you know, don't do that job for them or don't live up to what I said, I'm going to let them down. But um, I've started doing affirmations and they have been really powerful and it's just been allowing me to focus on myself and as bad as that sounds, but it's really important because once we start focusing on ourselves and filling up our own cup with um, positive self-talk and, and the things that are good about us and, and the things that we really love about ourselves then we start to fill up that cup and once that cup is full it starts to overflow into other people and our that's where service comes into play and this is what you know darren talks about as well um is you know that love and service for the world but we can only serve other people once we look after ourselves and we hear that a million times from everyone you know saying you got to look after yourself before you can look after others and it's so true and I've really had to reflect and and learn the hard way because multiple times I've burnt out from doing everything I possibly can for other people but not thinking about myself like in 2018 when I was in my gap year I was working numerous jobs I was in the Air Force cadets I was 
you know, doing things for the school. I was doing a lot and it was all for other people. And, you know, I went on this Air Force cadet camp where I was a staff member and I was actually teaching leadership to these people. And I got there and I started it and I just like completely crashed, burnt out. I'd come off a, or what, probably an eight hour shift of swim teaching, drove straight down to Melbourne, had a, a night's rest and then got into it. And it was a real eye turner because in that six month period leading up to that camp, I hadn't done anything for myself. I wasn't exercising. I was, you know, barely doing things for my parents and, and helping them out around the house. I got to that point and I just burnt out and I burst into tears in front of one of my, um, one of my mentors and, then I, I realized oh, I've got to look after myself and, and I, you know, went home and, and called it quits and said, I can't, can't do this trip anymore. Um, I'm still one that will give so much to other people, but I've really this year have um, realized the importance of looking after myself. So, you know, each day, uh, this has been since um, April, start of April, I'll write down what am I, or how do I want to feel today? Who do I want to be today? What do I want to What do I want to come into my life today? Who will I help today? And what energy will I bring to every situation today? So five things. I these aren't my questions. I got them off um, Danny Kennedy and um, uh, India Vine, and they've been really powerful. They've allowed me to focus on how I really want to feel, and I'm just learning them. and And they kick in that law of attraction and manifestation and we start then attracting those positive qualities, those things that we want to feel, we start attracting them to ourselves, um, which can be just mind-blowing. And I can think of numerous examples, but I won't talk about them now because uh, this is already going on for too long. But essentially, just get in and, and start journaling, start writing down three things you're grateful for each day. That's the basic all you have to do and then you can start you know implementing some other things so they're my three key takeaways around morning routine around intuition and around belief which has two subheadings of gratitude and affirmations so i hope you enjoy this one if you did please take a screenshot put it up on your instagram story right now tag myself at ej sparks underscore conversations and tag um at the official darren piera and share it with your friends, family, get it out there and go um, listen to my, my main conversation with Darren because as I said at the start, there's so many mic drops in this sort of episode or in this conversation that Darren said. So well worth a listen. You won't just be disappointed. Anyway, as always, make sure we get out there and spark that conversation, people, because we know that conversation is progress.